Hey, Brandon. Hey, Alan. And welcome to Dice Over Everything, the miniatures gaming podcast. Mm-hmm. So I guess right now, like the U.S. dollar is the world reserve currency. Do you, do you even know what that means? Uh, it means that uh, yes, but uh, I'm going to ask you to tell say what it is. Mm, I don't know. I just hear people on YouTube <laughs> yeah, talk totally about it all the time. Is, right? I hear about how like there's world reserve currencies. I don't know. We're we're not macro economists here. We're yeah. we, we might that, be micro. Can we be like micro econ economists here? I took I took econ 101. Oh well, then I guess you're going to be the expert in this, or not? Uh, reserve the, currency is 102 though. Oh, uh, we never, you never even got there. Yeah. Okay. I, I but, learned it from um, the internet, so I don't know how accurate it actually is. Okay, well, I guess, I guess we're not like micro-economicists either. We're like mini-economicists. <laughs> the important be... numbers, right? The important numbers mm-hmm. that really affect you day-to-day. Like, can exactly. you afford those miniatures or not? Yeah, we're, we're at the level below macro-micro. We're into mini-economics here. But I guess what does matter is that because the U.S. is the world reserve currency for this, we should be talking about it in U.S. dollars because that's what everybody talks in when they're talking about economics? No, no. because I calculated all my numbers in Canadian dollars. Yeah, but but nobody knows. what are we talking about in general? We could talk <laughs> what are about we that? fighting over now? For the I mean, the for most people, that might as well just be talking about it in, like, packets of, like, yogurt for what everybody knows. Like, how many, how many yogurt... People don't Continuous, eat yogurt. chocolate get... bars and bags mm. of chips, obviously. Yeah, okay. Cheetos. It's it's Cheetos <laughs> many, bags. Indi- oh, I was gonna say individual Cheetos. This is gonna cost you four hundred individual Cheetos in your country. I'm like, oh, that's that's a good point. How many? No. How how many is a when you equivalent like if, if you're talking about like the uh, miniature gamer uh, mm-hmm. reserve currency, which is Cheetos versus Jesus. you know the international reserve currency of American dollars. What's the exchange rate? Mm-hmm. I, I didn't don't come. Know. I didn't come prepared for that. I only came with <laughs> game costs and U.S. dollars. So. All right. Well, the reason why we're we're quibbling about this is because we have a specific topic um, uh, about purchasing uh, as a miniature gamer, and specifically, uh, you know how when you want to get into a game and someone says, "Hey, this is." This is, no, don't worry about it. You can just buy this one box. It's really cheap. And then you can get into the game. And if you've never played a miniature game before, mm-hmm. you will actually believe it. But once you've played a game or two, you kind of realize, oh, like, you can get into it. Doesn't mean you will only spend this much to get into it. No, it's, they call them starter packs, but it's just like... <laughs> it, they at least, though, it has the purpose that you can, like try out the rules like you have your own miniatures you're not just borrowing some of these miniatures you can try them out you can see what painting them is like because maybe they're too gribbly for your liking maybe they're too plain for your liking maybe you find the assembly is just too crazy whatever like at least by like getting that starter pack and Mm -hmm. playing somebody else because obviously if somebody's into the game they've got it or if you're trying to get your friends into it you can get a taste for the game by that like starter entry point for the game so i think it's it's like it is valuable to know because uh-huh. there is like a barrier if it goes too high or if there's like too many minis or whatever it is. Like it's good to know what that level is. Okay. And then 
Mm-hmm. So you're saying that these starter packs, even though you know everyone who tries to sell you on these these miniature games, uh, will say, "Oh yeah, just buy the starter pack; it's easy to get into." That's not a complete fabrication and lie, and it's not like the uh, common refrain of being uh, relating it to uh, basically your first hit. The first mm-hmm. hit is free, and then they're trying to hook you afterwards. Yep. All right. Well. That might or might not be true, and maybe that's a, a, a topic for another podcast. But for this one specifically, um, we're going to be talking about the gaming starter costs and how they compare for when you've actually become addicted to the hobby and miniatures and what it would actually cost to play the game. So the real costs of getting into a war game. Yeah, like if you say you were already in the game and you wanted another army, like a personalized one, not the whole faction, but you're like, no, I'm going to go build this army. What kind of costs are you looking at to go build like one of your nice army? I think the the bigger one is when you're trying to, like once you've already gotten into the game and buying a new army, uh, that's definitely like a real army. Mm -hmm. But to me, when I would calculate it, I think it's important to be, when you're a fresh-faced new gamer and you're like oh i want to get into this game because let's say i saw i played a um a bolt gun the video game and i'm like oh this is really cool i want to play space marines i'm gonna go and join this game and Mm -hmm. then you know you go to the store they're like yeah yeah just buy this starter box right Mm -hmm. and they don't tell you that if you want to graduate from that starter box to play with all the people in the back uh, how many more miniatures you are going to need. Yeah, like how much money you have to play so that you don't yes. have to show up and not people just aren't just like, what's yeah. wrong with your army? Like, so you can show up and not just be like embarrassed by the real players. They're like, oh, I see you have one quarter of an army. Do you want to borrow some stuff so you can play a game? Mm-hmm. And, oh, you don't have the rule books? Oh, you have no terrain? Okay, well, we can help you out this one time, but you better have it next time. Yeah, I think we'll skip out on the terrain for this because like terrain has think, such a I wide. Included. I think in the starters, yeah, we'll talk about it in the starters. Yeah, but, like, as, a, advanced... as a secondary thing. Yeah. Yeah, advanced terrain to advanced terrain is like the sky's the limit. <laughs> yes, that's true. All right, so what are the parameters we're talking about there to get into a game? So, so generally, almost all games these days have a starter box or a starter kit, right? Yeah. Uh, so you would generally go in and buy that. If it's the miniatures agnostic book, it's just usually a rule book, right? Mm-hmm. So like you're saying, uh, the first thing you do is you buy that rule book and you say, hey, do I even think this game is going to be cool before I want to continue? So you buy that rule book, read the rules, and you kind of figure out if that's the thing you want to play. Yeah, I think as like a beginner player, like a lot of the games have moved towards having free rules. But as a beginner player, I find it helpful to actually just have like the physical. I think it will help to have the physical book. Yeah. So sure. I would say that's sort of it should be factored into the starting cost. Like you don't have to have like every expansion book mm-hmm. to be like a yeah. player, but having a book in front of you to get working yeah. on the game is always not. It's always ideal. Yeah, and even if you buy a PDF, uh, if you either have a tablet, which makes it somewhat okay, or and at least allows you to search. Or if you print them off like some sort of insane person, uh, that, that can also uh, work out. Yeah, and I guess the other thing is you're talking about serious war games or mm-hmm. any real war games. You're going to have things like tokens, 
markers, specific like rulers and templates. You can factor yeah. in being able and usually most good starters will have those. But if they don't, you've got to consider that into like, the person who's going to get going in this game. And then if you're going to be more advanced, like are there advanced things you have to collect for just like yeah. gaming tools? Yep. I guess a ruler. I didn't calculate the ruler costs, which is yeah. generally a measuring tape. But uh, you do need to get those. Yeah, like we're not so, going to talk about paint and all that because obviously the bigger your army gets and the more like elaborate you like painting, the sky's the limit again on all that. The yeah, flies. for sure. Uh, and those are actually like the, the painting stuff is generally the same, right? The painting mm-hmm. equipment is generally the same ac- across games. Uh, you probably are going to spend like 50 bucks. I'll just say it now. 50 bucks Canadian or 50 bucks American, you get nicer stuff because of the exchange, uh, is probably enough to start paint, to have a starter paint set. Yeah. Yep. I guess the other thing is if we're going to talk... You, you want a nicer paintbrush? You, you, could, you could spend $25 for a nicer paintbrush. If I didn't realize that a lot of people just listen to this on audio and not the only video version, I would just hold up the cases and cases of paint and be like, let's not calculate this. <laughs> Anyhow... The other thing yeah. is that I guess just talking about costs, obviously there's like retailers, there's your local gaming store. It's easiest just to kind of go by MSRP right off the, yeah. their websites, which is what I've just gone and looked up for this. Yeah, so. I tried to do uh, the yeah the, the MSRPs simply because uh, you it, generally if you buy locally, you often you're either supporting you know the store that you're actually playing at, which makes you know. The, paying MSRP worth it, or you're going to be getting a discount if you go on an online retailer, and that you can just calculate in, right? If you get free shipping, you know, or if you have to pay for shipping, it changes the costs. But yeah. MSRP gives you a more understa- a better understanding across the board, because generally, no matter what game you buy, that the, the discounts, if you have a discount, are going to be the same. Yeah. All right. All right. So when you buy, though, like one of these bigger games... Right, one of these more popular games like Warhammer 40,000 or Infinity or things like that. Like you said, they come with a starter set with the rule with, with a bunch of rules and things and and stuff. But usually they give you a portion of the army, right? And so usually what you're going to end up having to do uh, is fill out that army with extra models to build a full army that you will be happy to play with regularly on on, on a regular basis right Mm -hmm. and then on top of that you will need terrain which we would talk about and we'll add in at the very end uh and then the other thing is sometimes if your boards are very big and this is like a hidden cost that's often people don't actually calculate into their their costs if you're playing at home let's say with your friends is that uh, games that require large spaces, like for even a four by four table, even though the, most people's tables are longer than four feet, most people's yep. like dining tables or kitchen tables are not four feet deep. Mm. So you have to calculate that in. Now you can just go and buy, like if you live near a Home Depot or something like that, you can buy a four foot like thing for like twenty bucks. Yeah. Uh, but you do have to calculate that in, and especially it just becomes an extra cost that you do have to look at when you're playing ge- bigger games let's say, like let's say uh Warhammer 40,000 or the older games which are 4 by 8 which means you have to buy a whole new table to actually play them. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. So I guess we probably want to go through a bunch of examples and sort of how the, what what the state cost 
in to get in is, and then like sure. how much how much they get you for when you move up to to your like big boy army. Yeah, sure. All right, and what games what games do we want to get into for this? I think the most popular one is a good way to start first. Okay. The one that you see whenever you're like, oh, I want to get into miniatures gaming. So, 40k. Warhammer 40,000, the big kahuna, the one that we got into miniature gaming uh, with uh, all those years ago. Mm -hmm. So I recall it not being too hard to get into, but then (laughs) to get my ideal army as a kid, I'm like, this is... But I guess our point now that we've grown up is like, we've got the internet, let's just run the numbers. What what does this barrier look like? Oh, yes. I remember uh, you you guys got me, you and another friend got me it for uh, a birthday, like the starter set. And yeah. I was like, wow, this is really cool. Then I was like, I didn't want to play either of the two starter armies. I'm going to buy an entirely different army and, uh, you know, spend all of my pocket money on starting an Eldar Force. Yeah. So Not I guess the knowing good, what we're getting into. Good thing for new players now versus players back then and what you just said of having the army you want, they've now made combat patrol boxes. So you yes. can just go and get a really nice starter that uses the 40k rules for the army you want, rather than being like, oh, I have to get into this like specific two different armies and I have to agree with my friends. It's like, And the, the boxes they come with are like, I was really nice boxes for combat patrol, the combination of like some dreadnought sized robot or like mm-hmm. tank. Not big tanks, but little ones. And then a bunch of varying scales of troops. Like, they're really nice starters. And the price, I guess, was looking at about 160 American. That was sort of the com- most common medium price for those things. Oh, my God. I did everything in Canadian. I'm going to convert now. Oh, you, you Yeah, 160. Trust. It's 160. Yeah. yeah, you can just trust me. Don't worry. I, I, I do. Yeah, how about all the prices for everything else I calculated? Oh, well, yeah. You better be good at math then in your head. <laughs> Or break out your your phone what and start is, calculating yeah, what on the is fly. USD? Yeah. So, anyways. Yep. So that that seems for the number of models in those boxes, and it seems like pretty reasonable of a price. Like it's not super low, mm-hmm. but you get and the fact that you pretty much know 40k is not a cheap game. 160 is an entry point to be able to, like play the game and see what it's all about seems pretty reasonable, especially like I want to give you a bigger miniature in the box too. Yeah. So I think one of the things that helps is also the main rules are free now, right? I don't know about that. Cause I was looking at combat patrol on their website. They don't really good about linking to things on their, their website, but the core rules do not rules to play like the scenarios and the modifications to the game to play combat patrol are all free. But the rules you still need the core book to play the game. So the question is, is the core book? Uh, the free core now? rule book, the core rules are yep. are are in the download section. I oh. downloaded them when it came out, unless they're okay. no longer free. No. That is a thing that Games Workshop would do for sure. <laughs> but anyhow. As of right now, mm-hmm. or as of a couple of months ago when 10th edition released. Yep. They were free, so you could actually get into playing Combat Patrol just buying the Combat Patrols. 
Well, they made sure Which not means... to link to that on the website for Combat Patrol. <laughs> they linked to all the missions and the modifications, but they did uh-huh. not link me to the book. And I guess that before, if you're like a starting player, you want to be able to like flip through things while you're playing the game versus scrolling. It just feels just feels more like you're in the game versus like staring at your computer. I guess that core book is $65, which, mm-hmm. I mean, you can share. And the thing is, if you're trying to like get your friend in this game too, like trying to sucker them in, be like, oh, here, borrow my other army. Two-player starters, which is how... Sorry, you you're cutting we, out a bit. Say that again. Oh, that if you want to have like get your friend into it, uh-huh. Then you may go out and buy two of these boxes. Just be like, oh, here, come try my other army. Or, yeah, basically that way. And a lot of other games will just sell you a two-player starter. So if you're trying to compare it, you kind of maybe end up with two of these things. But you only need one rule. So. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, so you do, though, need... <clears throat> one thing that I think is important to calculate is especially when you're talking about these numbers, is also understanding, especially if you buy starters that have a combination, <clears throat> like, for example, if you buy the starter for uh, um, 40K, uh, if you buy the like a separate uh, combat control, that's 160, right? You can buy, though, the starter, which has two specific combat patrols, one uh, Tyranids and one... Yeah. Uh, Space Marines, and yeah. it's a, it's even cheaper. It is... 160? What? Really? It's like double the miniatures? No, 160 is for... No, no. 160 is for the one combat patrol. Mm, okay. So rather than going up the 320 to get two combat patrols, you're, yeah, you're it's running math? One, 185, basically. Wow. And then you good. get a mini rule book, mm-hmm. and you get ha- a bo- enough board for half a table, and some terrain. Not not quite enough for that half, but like a decent amount. Okay. So no, Actually, it's not a decent amount, but it's some. Mm-hmm. So it's actually a really, really good deal if you just want to start, if you want to try it out, right? If you want to try it out, play Combat Patrol, or even if you just want to assemble the mini- miniatures, paint it up, and just play it a couple times, because, you know, it's just fun, right? You, you paint your models, and you're like, hey, and then I get to play it with my friends and, and play a couple missions, um 185 american for that experience is really really good actually right? given the amount of time you're going to spend painting you're like there's yeah, a lot exactly. of hours in there yeah, yeah. And, and we've talked about many times 40k you know the main thing is just the 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 world and the ip so assembling the miniatures having them look cool and and uh, painting them up is the main gameplay, and then you go to actually play a couple of games of Combat Patrol. That's mm-hmm. a great beginner experience. Okay, so should we so, talk about the, the full experience to get like an army that people consider a real army? Yeah, so I think the first thing to talk about is that you can specifically stay in Combat Patrol. Yeah. But if you do that, you're more likely going to want to play more than just one army. Like if you're like how many times can you play one army? And the and the combat patrols are are set. There's very little that you can modify in them. Yeah. So you're going to get a little bit more bored if you're just constantly playing that starter set those missions, right? Uh that means that every single time you want to play a different combat patrol, you got to buy a new combat patrol, 
right? So how many combat patrols, if you're just playing combat patrol, would you yeah. play and be satisfied? You probably need at least like three. Yeah, I was thinking or, three or, or four. four. You'll just keep switching it around. To yeah. rotate, exactly. So if you have like four combat patrols, which, you know, if you have your one, uh, 185 plus two, uh, sorry, uh, 160 uh, uh, times two, so it's 320, just like around $500. And then you'd have four combat patrols that you and your friend can swap around, have fun, play those kind of things. Yeah. That is your base gameplay. But you also need to buy extra terrain and, 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 and boards. Mm -hmm. uh, I, don't, I don't know if we have time enough to go into like building boards for every single game in this uh, podcast. Oh, I, don't worry, I did. Oh my god. So, if you do, there is a board specifically from uh, 40k. It is... Man, you're making me calculate all of these. Do 290 Canadian, mm -hmm. 215 bucks basically, 210 dollars, uh, and then you get enough terrain probably to play a combat patrol. Okay. So put that on top. That's how you'd calculate it. However, combat patrol is obviously meant to be a stepping stone to the main 40k. And here is the issue: is that combat patrol is 500 points of 40k. A actual like normal size game of 40k is 1750. I thought people played 2000 just because they love putting giant things on the board. But yeah. Well, they tried to make it 1750. I think they did. They not did they go back up to 2000? They were pushing 1750 for a while. Yeah. Well. In any case, it does it. Well, if you 1750 is a good size for a game. Oh, yeah, people should play at that level, but I don't know. People in 40k seem to like to just, like, really? amass things on the board. I would agree that 1750 is probably the right place to play it. You can't, you can't tell the 40k to not put a giant number of troops on the army, on their board. Anyhow, so in the process of... Well, that kind of does matter for the size. Mm -hmm. Well, either way, I did not ask. I didn't even want to see that. I didn't want to like tempt myself to keep adding things to the web store and to see what the army I thought would cost. Instead, I just asked Google and people on Reddit, uh -huh. and I looked for their answers. I was like, okay, how much does getting Warhammer 40k army cost? And the uh, sort of common range numbers came in at eight hundred dollars. So I just that sounds about right. That me going actually does my... sound about right. So basically, you need three equivalent of uh, four combat patrols. Plus, you probably want a little bit extra because you want to switch things up, right? So yeah, you're going to move more into like the tanks and stuff like that. Yeah. Rather than this troops so, and starter boxes. So each starter box, each combat patrol uh, is something like fifty dollars of savings. Uh, so you can kind of calculate the extra costs that you're getting, right? So a, a combat patrol is 160, uh, and then you could buy four of them. Yeah, but, but we're talking about getting a real, real boy army here. You show up at the game no, store. People saying. No, no, no. Your savings, right? So if you buy, mm -hmm. you're not only going to buy the things in the combat patrol. So that you're, mm -hmm. but each combat patrol is roughly that plus fifty dollars. So you actually, if you were to buy it. Uh, you know, ad hoc, which means you're buying things to specifically make a full army, right? Yeah. It's around $200 per 500 points. Okay. A bit more than $200 per 500 points, mm -hmm. right? 
And so that calculates around $800. Yep. So for a full boom. army. And yep. then you probably don't only just want your 2000 static list. Cause like we said previously, if you just have that, uh, you want, technically you will want a little bit more to, to switch things up. Now, when you have mm -hmm. a 2000 point army, it's so big. You often are more okay with having the static 2000 point. Cause there's so much, so many things happening. Right. And there's so many ways you, pieces. so many ways to deploy so many variations you can run to the guys at that point. So yeah. And like, you can lose them and stuff like that. You so you probably only need like maybe 10% more of, of guys to switch out every once in a while. So it's probably going to be, you know, you don't need another full combat patrol, but you're likely going to do somewhere between 800 and a thousand dollars for an yeah. army. And if you think about adding on top of that, the 150 for the terrain, and 150 is technically terrain. Like, if you're going to go and play at, at home, right, with your friend, each of you is going to be spending uh, 800 bucks, and then you probably need to spend $300 of terrain. Yeah. Which yeah if you don't, don't want to just, like, means, scratch build for like, months yes. and months, yeah, you want to just get likely terrain means, and paint it. Yeah, yeah you want to scratch build your terrain, because after spending, you know, $800 on your, your army, spending another $300 for terrain is a lot yeah all right so 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 what was the total cost then of two players with terrain with terrain all in you want to get in 800 <laughs> plus 300 800 times each person oh 800 plus 300 is 1100 and yeah, it's only 1900 dollars for two people to play cool yes. <laughs> all right <laughs> versus Versus if you had four, if you're just playing Combat Patrol, even if you got to four, four well, the starting cost is, what did we say? One, One, 190? Or 160, because yeah. you're both going to choose your own individual kill team. Yeah, yeah. Okay, 160 times Or two, Combat Patrol, sorry. We're not there. It's like four, 470. So it, it's more than, you know, four times the cost to get to a full army. Mm-hmm from something you're starting with, right? And so if you buy the terrain and you just buy those two combat patrols, you are paying one-fourth. You're one-fourth of the way there from playing a real, a big boy game. <laughs> yes, or like $1,400 away <laughs> Yes, from you and your yeah. friends getting to the, the full game. All right. Cool. All right, should we go, go through alphabetic order and like choose another game after Sounds this? Sounds good. Next one is Battletech Alpha Strike. Yeah, regular tried. I find it's too much bookkeeping. But Alpha Strike is more like something you can. It's not so much bookkeeping. It feels more like a regular miniature game in terms of. Yeah, how, like, yeah, you we do would have done ba Battletech, which is. Yeah, we would have done Battletech, uh, but which is actually a really good deal. Uh, but we don't like the game, so <laughs> it's Alpha Strike. Mm -hmm. We're trying to, trying to pretend it doesn't <laughs> exist. So, I guess uh, I know yeah. less about Alpha Strike than you do, because you've been into it and I haven't. So, yeah. my impression will be with the internet, and I guess I did look at, like, Google to see what people were talking about on forums and that for what But they're, I guess they also have a two-player starter set, which does come with, like, tokens. It comes with the cards for the Alpha yep, Strike and, version. And card buildings. Mm-hmm. So that looks like if you picked it up, get and played it with somebody else, you could actually get the experience of kind of putting your feet. I think that two piece was eighty bucks. 
Yeah, it's around 80 bucks. And it came with comes with 13 miniatures. Comes with 13 miniatures, which actually is uh, pretty close to how many miniatures you would use for Alpha Strike. Per so technically, side, for per one side? side, for one yeah, side. Okay. So it's actually again, it's a starter mm-hmm. set, right? You actually are ending if you bought two of these starters. Uh, it would be kind of boring because you have the same minis against the same minis, right? But if you bought two starters, that is your that that will grow up. So your starter set is just one box, right? And you pay you play one lance. And actually playing one lance uh, is not bad. One lance is like four guys, mm-hmm. right? So you play those against each other, or maybe six guys against each other. That's that's a pretty fun starter game, and it's a yep. great it's a great intro. And you know, again, it's kind of like the combat patrol thing. You just buy that and you can play it, right? And mm-hmm. if you want to stick to that kind of size, which actually I would prefer to do, uh, you're you're all in for that ninety bucks. All right. So okay. So there's a pretty realistic entry point for that game. It's not like you have to go buy extra books. Well, go buy more stuff. Also, I think the cards, if you're trying to expand or like boxy things, you can just download the cards for free yes. online. All right. Yeah, so uh, the cards actually come with all the models for Catalyst Games. So even before Alpha Strike, the actual core box was released, uh, all of the Catalyst Games models came with cards. Neat. Now, the other cool thing is, like you said, there's free uh, cards online, and they allow you... So, so every battle mech technically has one like has like a whole bunch of different loadouts right you use basically the same model but you could run like three or or four different versions of that mech with slight variations so even if you have you know the same 12 mechs by swapping out what version of mech that you use even though you're using the same model uh you can have a lot of variability just with those same mechs as opposed to let's say 40k where you can kind of tweak the weapons but to me it's like it, it's a bit bigger right when you swap swap the different loadouts for these mechs oh, nice. so there's a lot of variability in that um what even when you're just playing you know the the combat patrol starter version of the game which is just the alpha strike box yeah okay so it sounds like the starter box actually lets you really get a good feel for yeah alpha for strike sure. is about so for the full game, I want to see if I got the right. Should I see if I got the right impression from the internet? Sure. What What does they say? Okay. So I got the impression like your normal army size is like 400 PV, which amounts to like around 10, there, yeah. 350, 400, yeah. Which amounts to 10 to 14 units, which is what you said. Like if you just played yep. one side of the starter, that's actually yep. like a whole real army. But the thing is, like if you're trying to build like an army of your choice that has the things you think look cool or play cool on the table sell force packs that come with like four or six four, guys ish uh four guys each, yeah, each force okay. pack comes with four guys or you can buy the blind boxes which i find super fun mm-hmm. which is uh you just get a random guy uh uh and yeah it's just one guy and then you draft but you pay extra for it throw it all the way after (laughs) anyways so i got the impression that you would probably end up if you wanted to like customize your army you might end up buying three force packs because like let's say there's a miniature from one you want a miniature from another you want and and you use a couple from one of the packs to build like so you do need to buy the starter because Mm -hmm. uh the rules are not free okay so you need to buy the rule book. So you need to buy Alpha Strike or mm-hmm. find the rules online. Yeah. Uh, and uh, uh, and then 
so, you would add on top of that. So that's for two players, mm-hmm. right? If you if you think about it, you're splitting it in half, yep. right? Each guy gets six miniatures from the okay. Alpha Strike box, mm-hmm. and then you probably want to buy maybe two boxes each. Yeah, that sounds about right. If you're going to start from scratch and the rules are free, you could go with three force packs. But yeah, if you're trying to expand by splitting up the box, yeah, two more force packs. Looks like you're sort of, if you had some favorite mechs you wanted to go out and get. So mm-hmm. that's, if you're getting your half of the starter box for 40, and then it looks like the force packs are about 35 on average. Uh, yeah, 35 so or 40. I, adding I think that's about right. 70 onto your 40 half of the starter pack from 10 to sort of get get your real army. Yeah, so that, that's the thing. It's quite yeah, it's, cheap. Yeah, so it's, it's a real army at 110. It seems really low. Yeah, yeah. 110, two armies, 220, right? So you're all mm-hmm. in if you're playing with your one friend. Now, uh, in this bigger, bigger table, so you will have like the, the four-foot issues well you still have the same thing for for 40k in combat patrol you'll have the same kind of issues uh you will need to get more terrain than just the paper terrain uh but uh, you can go to a dollar store and get like little plants and just throw your forest I don't know. Yeah, you could do like what like because they're giant mechs, just playing, you know, the classic playing in some sort of uh Grand Canyon type of terrain uh-huh. is very, very popular. Uh and so there's not the difficulty as much to get like decent terrain, right? They're one to sixty-four, but I I would say you could probably still spend like fifty to hundred bucks filling out your terrain. You don't need quite as much terrain, I think, as 40k, though. Yeah, it's not as crazy terrain. It's easier to scratch build, because it's not yeah. like... You don't expect to see full buildings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'd say if you're having two two players uh, with, you know, your 220, right? 110 or so for e- each guy, plus another uh, $100 for terrain, you're, you're thinking 150 bucks per person with terrain to get the, to get a full army on the table. Yeah, that seems incredibly affordable. Yep. Great game. Okay. That's why I said before, I thought that this is like one of the best starter sets out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll, we'll come back and see if it is, but that seems like pretty <laughs> wit- If you like ro- giant robots in the yeah, for scale. Sure. Yeah. All right, so moving on alphabetically through games we would want to cover, does that bring mm-hmm. us to a game we talk about all the time of Frostgrave? Yes, my favorite game. This is pretty All favorite right. for me, so I'm not even going to suggest being affordable on this one. I'm just suggest <laughs> baller. It's an agnostic game, so really yeah. you can go, you can buy individual Games Workshop figures if you want for thirty dollars each if you're crazy, or yeah. I'm going to more base my cost thoughts on just like WizKids D and D figures because like mm-hmm. it seems to have just been like oh here's like the sort of things that show up in your common fantasy of D and D. Let's make like mm-hmm. a scratch game around this. So Wizkids seems to have all the core things you'd want for different mm-hmm. looks of war bands. And it's just like pretty affordable. They're pretty primed. You just get painting right away. Yep. So they have their own boxes too. We can talk about those too. Right. But I'm not a big fan of their boxes. So you have to buy the rule book. That's the thing. That's the main way that uh, Osprey, who makes the mm-hmm. game, makes money, uh, which is, you know, a decent price. It's like 40 bucks. Yes, thirty-five on their website, I think. Okay, thirty-five. So. Yeah, thirty-five dollars to buy mm-hmm. that rule book, and then you have to get ten miniatures per side. Yeah, but your your warband is going to grow up. So I'd say like 
12 because i'm like no nah, i don't That's want to everything i want 12 so that when i have like my basic so, guys i move up mm-hmm. to some bigger dudes so so actually there is a the, uh osprey does have a um deal with uh north star military figures uh and they do create plastic boxes i know you don't want people to use them but if you're getting into it and you like you know stumpy like guys who have weird scale uh that is a pretty cheap way of playing they're like guys in them or they come with more sorry how many guys do they come in each of those boxes the boxes i know are like 20 bucks each which is super affordable and they have like lots of weapons options they have 10 guys each Oh, you don't even need 10 because they have like a soldier's box and they have like a specialist box. But in reality, you don't play with like that many of either of those type at once. But I would discourage everyone from buying those and come up with some sort of creative thing for your army. So we shouldn't even talk about Uh, this. I'm wrong. They each come with 20. What? You you have no need for 20 of these individual types. Two armies. If you buy a wizard box and and a soldier's box, you literally have... Two guys being able to play. That is what, 25? That's like 75 bucks or, or 80 bucks. And you have all of your both warbands. You shouldn't. Do that. We should, I, do, I, I don't recognize this. <laughs> Spend more money. Make it better. <laughs> yeah. I, I told you up front, like, this is a cool game. You should make it look. Don't go this low. It's Metro Agnostic. Okay. You can spend whatever you want, but don't. Don't like stoop this low. Okay. I mean, if you want to mold guys out of Play-Doh in some sort of like mold and then take them out and then just like smash them when they died and encourage that before you buy the hey, Frostgrave. There's boxes. a there's a good there's a good reason to save money on these on these things, right? So first of all, if you like guys with giant you know ham hands and pumpkin heads, just buy these things. They're cheap, and then you still need to buy monsters. Can we start with just like doing it the real way with just like nice Wiz Kids real scale stuff? Okay, fine. So okay. I have my way, which is around eighty dollars, because you have to, to buy what? It's twenty. It's more than I thought. It was more than. Uh, uh, is it twenty? No, twenty euros, right? Not twenty. Sorry, twenty. It's yeah, it's twenty, 20 euros, um, like twenty-five Americanish, maybe. It's only slightly yeah. more at this point. Shoot. Anyhow. Okay. So. so What's what's your price? And you said you buy two of those boxes, so it's forty. Okay, there you no. go. Well, you you buy a wizard box, which is actually hey, yeah. less. It's yeah, twenty five yeah. bucks. Just so you know, thirty five plus twenty five bucks. Uh-huh. That is sixty plus another twenty dollars for the wizard. It is yeah, it's eighty dollars for uh both guys for your warbands. But you still need then to buy the terrain and the monsters. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So for actually building a nice warband with your own... So against it, you're like, it doesn't even matter. What is this cheapness? Yeah. Like, if, if you're going to buy individual WizKids models... Okay. Like, they're not the highest quality sculpts, but at least they're, like, properly proportioned here. Uh-huh. The, yeah. like, each box You might comes even with, have them if you're playing D&D. It's true. And the Colossus have them, too. So, like, you get two of them in a box. I would say, uh-huh. like, maybe you only like one of the two. So you're just going to throw the other one in the garbage. <laughs> Because we're not compromising here. We're getting, like, a good starter warband here. So you're going to okay. buy 12 boxes of these things, throw half of them away, which you don't have to do, but you're going to throw half away at 5 bucks a pop, 60 bucks. You, you've just gone, like, baller and thrown away half the guys. You have 12 guys, you have two extra, and only 60 bucks. Sure. All right. So then that is 60 bucks plus it's only 20 your $35 bucks, it's only 20 bucks for your more. book. 
Yeah, it's 20 bucks more than the way of getting the Stumpy Dudes. You shouldn't even be looking at the Stumpy Dudes. That was dudes. two armies. Oh, uh, whatever. So it's 120 150 mm. so you're paying almost okay. twice as much. Okay. It's fine. <laughs> hey, hey, I got – I actually got double the – I got – I did get two warbands there. That's true. If I don't throw half of them in the garbage. That's true. You don't throw but, half of them in the garbage. Uh-huh. That you can do 20 more dollars. Yeah. So you're at around – uh, you're at basically a hundred dollars for yeah. just your fans, right? Mm-hmm. However, you can you need some miniatures to play as uh, monsters, so yeah. you need to buy probably another like twenty bucks of monsters. Uh, I want more than that. I want to oh, sort of. This is, this is here's here's. Oh the no, thing. I'm talking I'm talking Frostgrave. I'm talking base point here because okay base point okay in Frostgrave you've got like your little small monsters. Which are your animals that just like run around? They only have a few health points. They're little things. Then you've got your medium-sized things, like your zombies yep. and your skeletons. So you got some medium yep. stuff. And then there's like some bigger things, which maybe you get two of them because you want one to look more like the giant and one to look more like some something else. Sure. So you've got you need like four little things, four medium things, and two big things. Yep. So I guess at that point, if you're going the Wids Kid route, still you've got to buy two little packs. Two big pack, two medium packs, and like two other, two big packs. That's two, four, six packs at five dollars. Sure. So thirty bucks. Okay. Okay. That, that sounds about right. For a couple. So of it's a hundred and thirty dollars to start. However, that doesn't include terrain. No, and Frostgrave doesn't want to be very far according to their rules. Yeah. So oh. you need a lot of terrain. So if you were to buy the terrain, so obviously if you made it yourself, which a lot of people do, then it can be like 20 bucks, right? Uh, To make all your terrain. If you're actually buying it though, I couldn't even find a good way to buy this stuff. It it got pretty ridiculously expensive pretty fast. Yeah, I didn't calculate price my frost grave table that's fully modeled with doors, (laughs) removable roofs, and everything else. And that was basically scratch built. Some of it was premium yeah. walls. The other half was just like plastic card. But I probably burned through two hundred dollars plastic card. <laughs> <laughs> That's just so. This is not a very. So this is this is the thing. So this is one of the issues with Frostgrave is that yeah. even though the base game, if you're going and playing at a club where you don't have to pay terrain, it's actually very cheap, right? It's what you said, $120, 130 dollars for two players to get into the game, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like sixty bucks each, right? And then you spend another hundred fifty, maybe even two hundred dollars for the terrain. Yeah, I'm trying uh, to, to actually what... play it. If you're playing it at home, if you just want to buy in, you will have to like without act- making it yourself. If you could spend something like a hundred, you probably spend need to spend at least like hundred fifty bucks. Yeah, I'm trying to think of like the Mantic sets you would buy because Mantic is known for their affordable scenery. I'm mm-hmm. trying to think how many packs you have to buy of their like wall things. To get to a Frostgrave table, like it might, they might not even be the way to go. I don't know what you would, what you would buy yeah. to make this affordable, like just medieval so stuff. So I was it's... looking at even some paper terrain that is like a full buildings and stuff like that. They get even the paper terrain is can be pretty ridiculous. Yeah, no, no terrain. Like there are ruins for like thirty bucks. Like I was also thinking yeah. about rampart terrain. Maybe if you bought three sets of rampart, which is what mm. like sixty bucks. Rampart is pretty well priced, yeah. Yeah, so sixty bucks maybe for per, so that's like what one eighty for your for the terrain on your board. 
Yep. So welcome to the biggest issue <laughs> with Frostgrave. So affordable if you play at someone's house who already has a terrain. Uh, or if you want to buy new models or stuff like that, or if you already have a table. If you don't, the terrain is the most expensive part. However, hopefully you have arts and crafts, though, which means, like I said, if you do arts and crafts, again, for any of the games that we talked about, you can reduce the costs using, uh, if you just model them, uh, down to like 20 bucks, 20, 20 to $50. You can do all of these tables, even a four by eight table, you can do for like 50 bucks. Yeah, you assuming can... you don't make, assuming you make it like natural looking terrain, right? Because yeah. it's much harder to make actual houses and things like that, or sci-fi buildings. Yeah, yeah. If you're going craft paint, insulation, and then some like whatever texture medium, not texture medium, All but right. just like yeah. So, what happens when you go crazy with Frostgrave? Oh well, there's an entire like selection of monsters you can appear during the game. And if you're a serious Frostgrave player, you should have the proper models for every single one of them. <laughs> because full bestiary. And which, how many? I think you calculated this before, right? There how are many? 23 different ones. I mean, some could appear in larger quantities. So yes. maybe you have to buy more of those. But and maybe we'll a see. Mid, yeah. yeah. You, you do actually have to. Yeah. Wolves, rats, boars, trolls, uh... Skeletons, armored skeletons, ghouls, zombies all come in packs. So we'll say the WizKids just come with some multiples, so you only need to go up to like... Probably like 25 or 25 yeah. or so, 30. So 25 times 5, 125 yeah. of monsters from going WizKids. We're not we're not going like GW sure. prices here, people. We're, we're going like... Mantic, or no, we're going whiz kids, which have sure. they're nice miniatures. Like I, I have yeah. lots of them, but you have to go like at that price, and you can get the whole thing of monsters for one twenty-five, which they're uh, part you, of the you game. You might have to do a little bit more than that, yeah, because yeah. there's rats as well, which you, you need even more than just two. Yeah, and the whiz kids so, those rats right now. Yeah, so so I'd say it's more like one fifty. Yep. To fill out your bestiary. Um. So there you go to fill out your bestiary, assuming. And then you also want to buy at least one campaign book, which is another oh, yeah. 50. Yeah, absolutely. The campaign is what makes Frostgrave. So, so 165. So we're at 110 plus 165, so it's 250. And then you also need to bling out your terrain even more. Yeah, you're gonna, <laughs> Just once put another you're, $100 once in, in For real, you're, you have good terrain, sure. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So you, you've, you've already spent 100 and, and uh what is it? 180. Put in another hundred. So 280 or 300 dollars for your terrain. Plus your 120 for your base game. Plus your monsters at 125. Yeah. 150. So it is 150 plus 300. Whoops. 300 plus 150. Yep. Uh, 120. 550. 570. Fully blinging mm. out. Everything. This is with. This, this is with so here's terrain. the thing, though. Yeah. Unlike these other games you mentioned, this is not. This is hardcore Frostgraver. This is like the maximum kind mm -hmm. of. Well, there's no maximum that you can spend on terrain. <laughs> but oh, yeah, you, spend, you both have nice warbands. You have nice terrain board, and you have a campaign book, and you are you are in its yeah. idealistic appearance way. 
Yeah, you just so hit that's five, something seven, like five, sweet. Well, I said five five eighty five. I forgot to put in the cost of the extra campaign book. So it's like five ninety. Mm-hmm. And now to put that into perspective, that's for two players fully blinging out everything plus the terrain. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but if you're how our, much how much our, was a how much was a forty k one army? Did we say eight hundred? Eight hundred no terrain. <laughs> so you could buy an army or two thirds of an army uh, at forty k. You can't even play a full game. You don't have any terrain. No opponent. Or mm-hmm. you could super bling out Frostgrave with campaign books with two players. Yep. All right. Now, okay. again, after you calculate all that, actually, uh, Alpha Strike is cheaper, right? Well, yeah. But, yeah, it's still a decent price mm-hmm. for Frostgrave. And you're super blinging out. And technically, Alpha Strike, if you bling it out more... You could buy like two extra boxes, and every box every box is another forty bucks, right? Yeah, you just took like one mech out of every box. This year. <laughs> That's exactly. One. If you did the same thing, it could get crazy. Mm-hmm. All, right. All right. Now the next game, another game that we really love that we want to talk about, Infinity. We play this every Monday. We're going to be playing it this Monday too. Mm-hmm. All right, we're talking about blinging out. Yeah, sure, we'll move on to Infinity. Why not? <laughs> so starter sets. So Infinity has, like, always has a two-player starter set available. Uh-huh. Like, they cycle them in and out. There's not just one yeah. always. But it's kind of like 40K has. Like, every new edition has theirs. But at least Infinity keeps mm-hmm. the same edition, but it just gives the new two-player starter boxes, which is kind of mm-hmm. cool. And also, Infinity needs quite a few tokens, so having these starter sets comes with all the paper tokens you need because printing them all out, cutting them out with scissors, like online, you can do it. It's a lot of work. So buying these yeah. starter sets really actually helps you get the thing going. They yeah, also we're come trying to reduce pay. the friction in all these things, right? Yeah, exactly. That's why we're saying pay for the terrain as opposed to building it. Yeah, and even consider buying the rule book so it's enhanced, so it's just easier to look things up. No, I don't think you'd buy the rule book because the easiest way to play Infinity is actually looking at it on the wiki. And reading it. I don't think you buy the rule book for Infinity. No, actually. you actually don't. It's very weird. <laughs> it's not easy to learn without <laughs> reading the rule book. The starter rule book in these two player starter sets oh, is good. It's good. It's good. Because yeah. it like leads you through some steps of like, okay, here take yeah. action to move the guy, move this other guy, roll the dice, and then here's the yeah. number you use to compare it. So the starter sure. rules in these are actually pretty good. Yeah. So the current starter set that they have now is uh-huh. called Operation Blackwind. Uh-huh. And it comes with, like, versus assassins, which are kind of, like, futuristic... They're both futuristic soldiers, but for more robotic yep. Spartan guys versus yep. more, like, turbaned soldiers. No, robotic... No, it's robotic... Uh, like, Middle Eastern assassins versus robotic... Uh, Spartans? Uh, what do you call it? Spartans. Gladiators? Spartans, yeah, Spartans. Spartans. That's right. They got the shields. Yeah, they're. No, I thought I thought they're more Greeks. Not Spartans. Oh, Greeks. Yeah, sure. Greeks. Uh, Athenians. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. You want to go on? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, the cost. Because we're talking about costs. So yeah. one thirty for that, and it comes yeah. with six guys aside, or is it seven guys? Seven guys. Seven, seven guys, guys aside. Terrain. Which is getting close to a full size army, but not quite. Just like all the other starters. Full size army. 
exactly. <laughs> you can put 15, 15 guys aside is like when uh-huh. you're ma- they, that's your maxing out without like your extra kind of add-on attachment guys. So, so this teaches you to play. I yep. would you consider so so after this they do have a th- a booster specifically for this thing. To me, that's actually the, the starting game. That's when you have two ten man armies and you're playing them. And yeah. how much like so so how much is the the booster the uh, beyond Blackwind? So it comes with three guys for each side. Yep. I think so you have it's ten like guys total. Forty five ish. Okay. So it's around 170. Yeah. Uh, you you have two technically 300 point armies, which you can play in Code One or in uh, well, Code One you're probably playing when you're when you're buying it as the intro pack, but but you could technically also take that army and play it in full uh, Infinity and Four, and yeah, so that's your starter thing. Yeah. That that gets you more of a feel for actually playing the game because if you put less than 10 guys per side, just with how yeah. your activations work. You're not with seven. You're not getting the full feel of how an affinity turn plays. Yeah. So, yeah, I'd suggest. So I would say, yeah, buying those two things, playing them out on a table uh, with the terrain. Now, is the terrain in the box enough? I don't think it is. No, not once you get those even extra with a smaller army. No, you probably yeah, you need to and buy another one yeah. of their scenery packs. Should yeah. make you okay for it's a small twenty-five game. bucks. Yeah. Yep. It's so what are the twenty-five bucks gives you some extra tokens? So that's around two hundred dollars. Yep, sounds right. So for a hundred dollars each, you can start off uh, playing. All right, you can play play in a. Actually, you can actually play full. Well, not in full infinity because you need more terrain. But uh, the the good thing is actually, if if you are playing at at a store, you don't even need that extra terrain. You just pay uh, what is it, eighty bucks or each or not ninety dollars each and you have a full 300 point army right to start off yeah, if you, you need a- to buy terrain you come with some terrain from the starter set you probably want to buy uh two more so that you probably want to buy like 50 or 60 dollars worth of the cardboard terrain yep to to make a table because yeah, Infinity um, likes lots of terrain, so you don't want to go with less. Otherwise, you yeah. see too much of the board with your long-range weapons. Yeah. So, technically, to be fully safe, you need four of them, which is like $100. Mm-hmm. Sorry, now, it's an extra $75 on top of the base price, right? Because the base one comes with one thing, and then you need three more on top. Yep. And that actually gives you full amount of terrain for a full game of Infinity. Mm-hmm. And a little bit more, actually. Because you don't technically need four. I think you need like three and a half, something like that, to fill yeah, the full tape. It's heavy card paper, not just paper, paper terrain. Yeah. So it's we people like using it at our store still, even though it's just what they sell for cheap. So it's it's yep. fine terrain. It's not blinging out your board, but it's yep. it still feels like infinity. Which means that uh, unlike Frostgrave, which it's kind of hard because there's, like, there's technically a lot of different ways you can make terrain, but there's not an easy way to get the terrain that you need for Frostgrave, which is like lots of buildings and, and walls and things like that and ruins. Yeah. Um, you can spend $100 for cardboard terrain in Infinity and you have a full board. So yep. compare that to uh, Warhammer 40,000, which what would we say 190 times or one, 150 times two is like $300 for a full table of terrain. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
And then Frostgrave, we said we would spend $300 again for terrain. Uh, And then, you know, you only need to spend $100 because it's specifically cardboard, right? And specifically made for the game. Mm -hmm. So it reduces it a lot. And then, yeah, even even for Battletech, you're spending another $50 or something like that for it. So... So besides Battletech, which just needs less terrain, this is a pretty good, uh, pretty good uh, prospect, right? Assuming you're okay with the cardboard terrain. So now you have a full table for $100 of terrain. You spend a hundred, uh, what was it, 190? So so ninety dollars for your army. Mm-hmm. That's your, that's a good start. Uh, but when you're yeah. actually playing and you want to switch things up, you want to fill out your armies, right? So if you're yeah. if you're going to an Infinity Knight and you're playing it regularly, that's you're not going to stop there, right? Even yeah. if you're if you're like, what is the minimum that you can actually buy to actually play? So my experience is as an experienced player building like really custom lists. So I yet again went back and asked people from Google, mm-hmm. just looking at forums what people find it costs to get like a normal sized army and people were saying around 50 how much 250 american was what a lot of people were saying gets you like a a reasonable army rather than just like scraping things together it's like Mm -hmm. the properly tailored list you can get for 250 which i'd agree with yep that makes sense so i'm just trying to calculate my because there's like little robot things you want in your army. You probably want like a bigger robot, the tag things. And then when you buy their boxes, you don't necessarily use everything out that's of right. them. So that's, quite about, that's about right. I was calculating a Bakunin army, right? Mm-hmm. So if you buy the starter set, uh, you buy the, uh, the, the bots, right? Yep. Uh, you buy Kusanagi, you buy Zoe and Piwell. Mm-hmm. Uh, you buy the beta box, which is basically the extension to make it 10, 10 guys, and you would buy the uh, what do you call it, the new chimeras. It's around around two fifty. Yeah. If you add an and, extra guy. And you have like more than fifteen guys on the board at that point because some of the other things are accessory models that join onto others. So you've got a pretty big army there, and people aren't going to say it's a trash army. They're like, oh, okay, this would <laughs> be tough to play against. Yeah. So, but we we but know. Here's the thing. You probably want to switch it up a bit. To me, like, it's more like 300. Okay. I, I was in my calculator before, and usually I want, because if it's your main game, I want to be able to like build almost whatever list. I mean, I'm not going to have every yeah, single weapon of every choice. I don't do that. It's not like every choice. It's a lot of choices, which amounts to <laughs> okay. basically each of my armies having about 55 guys. Each of my okay. factions have 55 guys. And you'd say about $18 a model for Infinity is pretty normal? Because you've got some more... No, that's more expensive. Expensive? All right, how much How much for an Infinity model then? It's like $18 Canadian. I guess we'll divide that by 1.3. It's like 15 It's like 15 bucks. Okay. Keep it for this. Uh, I think it's it. around 13 to 15 Thing. If you yeah, average out the doctor models, yeah, because like, there's bigger models. There's some bigger models, sure. and there's the robots. So just eight hundred and twenty-five dollars I spend on a normal army. <laughs> the same price as uh, 40k <laughs> army. But here's the thing. But that's if you want to buy like, one whatever. everything yeah. for 40k, uh, oh, you're it's like ten thousand dollars. <laughs> exactly. You're like I want three of these tank things. Like 
each of the tank things? Okay, <laughs> go ahead. In the video, like, yeah, so, I want multiple of this robot, multiple of this guy, multiple of that guy. Yeah. So, so to me, I think three hundred dollars mm-hmm. is a good cost that you will probably end up being you can play for like a while you can probably play every day every week not every day every week for for a long while and not get bored because you can kind of switch up switch up a bunch of things and keep on playing them i think when when i get into an army uh i do the base army of 15 guys and then i add a couple of guys over the time and i can do that for months so and i play every week that's usually what i do too i sort of start off with a core thing and so, so if you were to calculate oh. what we're talking about, oh, sorry, no, that would be sorry. No, I'll just buy like fifty guys. And I just start painting them all. Yeah, don't do that. This, don't, this don't. is just a crazy thing. This That's is what like happens when you're out. too deep in. Technically, this is a thing with uh, Frostgrave, right? Where mm-hmm. when we got to like six hundred or so, um, the equivalent. So, but if you're doing the normal, like you know, you, you get in and you can play a lot. That's three. I, I'd say around three hundred dollars per army, yep. plus a hundred dollars a terrain. Mm-hmm. So you're at seven hundred dollars for two players if you want to play at home. So it's actually it is more expensive for sure, right? Uh, but it is not like what you said six hundred dollars for fully blinging out Crossgrave. Uh, which the problem is we recommend you do that. When you play. Yeah. Well, I just recommend us eight hundred dollars uh, on every Infinity Army. So. Yeah. So we said what? So what we what we said we said uh. 1,900 1, for 40k that you should, you should buy in if you did that. For, for Alpha Strike, yeah. what did we say? Uh, it's 1,900 plus strain, yeah. Yep. So, yep, Alpha Strike. Alpha Strike, we're looking at 110 per person, so 220. 220 plus terrain, so you, you, I'd say or, you get to 300. Yeah, everything we'll just do everything plus terrain after. <laughs> terrain is I find. No, I I put in the terrain. I think you okay because some entry points are easier than others, and as we said, frost is very hard entry yeah. point versus six hundred dollars. But like half of that for frost grave is terrain. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, and then for for infinity, it's six hundred just for the armies plus another hundred dollars for terrain. Yep. So Infinity and Frostgrave, no similar. Just terrain is cheaper because you can buy buy the terrain from uh, Infinity. Yeah, like the model cost is dirt cheap. Like we're talking fifteen dollars per Infinity model versus like two yeah. fifty for a Frostgrave yes. model, but you still somehow hit the same number at the but end. But you do get to have more models to paint, which you know is obviously a benefit. Yeah, your army. All right. Game. Different. All right. Moving on Next alphabetically one. or. Yes. Let's do it. Kill team. Not quite. So you know we were we were ribbing 40k a lot, and I don't know before you guys all think you know we hate Games Workshop. Maybe that's true, but mm-hmm. <laughs> but actually we got to give it what it's due. How about kill team? What is the cost of kill team? Yeah, let's get straight here. We're not talking about rule sets here. We're talking about like what does it look like on the board? What are you getting for your dollars on board? Not not your fun factor. That's that's yeah. all of our other podcasts. <laughs> this one, this one's just your your wallet and the cool factor what you got on the board. So, kill team. If I could read As this, a starter. yeah. So right now, I guess their kill team starter is the orcs versus a bunch of guardsmen. Yep. 
Is that a hundred bucks? Is that it? I feel like I've like wrote this. Yes. Is it actually only a hundred dollars? Yep. It does not come with very much terrain. Like it's not one of the sets that has the most ornate I it's terrain. Cheaper than a hundred. Is it not? I got a hundred off their website today. Okay, it's a hundred. Sure. Yeah, it has smaller terrain, not some like the bigger, cooler stuff you see in other kill team boxes. Yep. But like that for that price, you can't really complain. It also, I guess, it has there's the other rules. It has the board, and you only need one board for it, and has two full kill teams. And the weird thing about kill team is, it's just like combat patrol, that you cannot really swap out the guys. No. So just go buy so, more armies, yes. And yes. and it does come with the tokens you need to play, because they want you to mark a whole lot of things with tokens. Mm-hmm. So having yep. the tokens that come with that starter is, like, it makes the starter a good way to go. You do have the other yeah. way to go. Like, if you don't like that current particular starter, that there mm-hmm. are other starters out there for 6 bucks each. That's the typical price. And yes. then you'd have to buy the tokens on top of that for 35 So either you could get it at that, for if you're going to get two people into the game, you could pay 100 bucks if you like the Orcs and Guardsmen. Otherwise, I guess you do 60 times 2 plus 35 and the rules are free online or not? Uh, oh, I think they might have. So the issue is, if you buy outside of the starter, you yeah. have to buy the rules for the kill team, which and is another fifty-five dollars. Any of the tokens. So you need the rules. Yeah. You need the yeah. tokens. So we're at eighty bucks for the accessories here. Uh, yeah. So so each so yeah, eighty bucks for the accessories. Okay. If you want to buy it outside of that box. All right. Uh, and... But if you want to play any kill team outside of the starter, you mm-hmm. need to buy the 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 annual basically but it comes mm-hmm. with the entire season's kill teams yeah so okay so if we're, if we're gonna say dip your toes in the water price for getting the rules with like some basic missions the tokens so the rules the tokens is 80 then you each get a 60 dollar kill team yep that's 120 plus the 80 it's twice as expensive and at 200 if you don't go with like the set orcs versus guard yes. starter and it doesn't come with the mm. the then you have to spend 150 on the terrain. You, it's basically the same box that you buy for 40k. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, you can buy any terrain you want, but yes, you're correct. The yeah. Terrain a box of terrain is gonna well that terrain's really basic, but you can play the game with it. Yep. So you're gonna spend another 150 on terrain if you don't yep. in that box. Now that's so, to be fair. Calculate the price. So that's three fifty. If you go the more custom direction of buying like one of their terrain, other terrain boxes, your choice, one fifty mm-hmm. plus the rules, plus the tokens, plus two kill teams, three fifty yep. versus one hundred. Yep, it's actually a really good deal to get into this game. Actually, I yeah. can see why people want to get into it, even though I don't really like the game. No, the but- the one thing that's a little bit. Uh, going to be weird is that when you play kill team if you want to play like with the models looking exactly like they look because everyone is so similar right because because the the kill team guys everyone's so similar if you want to tweak the the teams which you can tweak in kill team uh you might need to buy another full box to get like one or two guys that's how they can get you which Mm -hmm. technically doubles the cost but if you're just getting in you're not going to do that right you're just going to play the base one it's like yeah 350 or you can spend now if you buy the one 100 box 
Mm-hmm. You actually do need to buy more terrain. It does not have enough terrain yeah. for field team. You no, need so. to spend something like another another eighty bucks on it. So it's actually one hundred and eighty each. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You have to spend yeah. another buy two uh, ruin boxes, ruins like forty uh, k ruins, uh, to fill out your kill team terrain, and that is they're forty dollars each. So. So really, if you really want to play the game the way it's meant to be played, you're looking at more like 180 versus 100. 180, 200 dollars. It's really 180. So it's like 100 dollars each, but that is really cheap. Yeah. And then if you, yeah, kill teams are nice. Like they want, unlike buying squads of 40k, like a kill team box with like some variation between all the guys. So it's actually quite a nice selection of miniatures. Like all the, yeah. Let's look at the kill team box. It's all like quite nice selections of miniatures. So yeah, yeah. It's, It's a really like it. It definitely does compare with Alpha Strike in terms of we, we just talked about. It. It's around the same price, right? If you buy mm-hmm. the terrain and things like that, um, it actually might be a little bit cheaper if you just buy if you're only playing if you're just getting into the game. If you want to buy more of the game, uh, you have to buy the fifty dollar or the fifty dollar uh, annual, which comes with you know the new kill teams for that year. Yep, and if you're playing that season, I guess they encourage you to play like their what they call it the Gallo Dark thing. Yeah, Which it comes with the like very... Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. So you buy that one fifty thing, and it comes with. Yeah, fifty five. I think it's fifty up fifty bucks. It's the book. Mhm. But if it's you want like the, ter- the terrain yep. that's for that sort of season, that's one fifty for that terrain. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Yeah. If you mm-hmm. want to buy the terrain specific for the season, it's one fifty. Yeah. If you make it your game, you're going to want to keep up with it. So you're going to buy those like book plus the terrain at two hundred. Yeah. So. Now, when we're talking, because this game though, like the the armies are more are not as customizable. The idea of sticking with one guy is I, one army all the way through. If you're playing this regularly, I don't think it is as reasonable. No. If you so you are probably going to end up buying like if you become get into it, you're probably at least buying two kill teams. Mm-hmm. So you do have to think about it. Uh, you have your even if you do the cheapest way to start, right? You have 110. It's around 200 dollars, right? With the first board and the for a full board of terrain and two armies. Then you have to buy the annual and two teams. Mm-hmm. So you're looking at getting seriously into the game. It's still only like 370, right? Yeah. It's around. It's it's a very similar pr- price to uh, Alpha Strike. Yeah, this is for two people. Yeah, and if you not, like that, yeah, and this, this is with even, terrain and stuff and table. Yeah. So really, it's not that much more than the starter cost, honestly. Like it's only a to go from like having a decent yep. starter thing up to being like a real kill team player. You know, you're just buying two armies in a an extra book. Yeah, like the jump up, <laughs> the level to jump up, or big. an extra army in an extra book. Yeah. I know this. This yeah. seems like it has the smallest jump up from being like testing the waters with kill team to just being like oh no i've got some yeah got my custom stuff in nice terrain the jump yeah, up I agree. Cool. well if you buy a full table of terrain it's another 150 dollars but like mm-hmm. even that 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 can change things a lot right when you have an entirely different table Eight. so yeah it can be a really really good deal so in terms of like value as much as i will not play kill team mm-hmm. uh it is com- uh, along with Alpha Strike, I think the best and in some ways better actually to get into to play regularly. Yeah. For value for money. Yeah. 
Not value for fun, but we sorry. <laughs> we have more podcasts yes. in yes. our previous podcast, and I'm sure more to come. Anyhow, however, for- I just want to say if you play Frostgrave and you make your own terrain, it's actually significantly cheaper. Yeah. So so a just just to balance it out there, Frostgrave, mm-hmm. the big cost is if you're trying to buy the terrain. Yeah, but if you have limited because time, you just need way more terrain for uh, Frostgrave than you need for Kill Team. Yes. All right. So for going for something sort of on the in-between level of these, well, maybe closer to like the Infinity, so a bit smaller scale on the Alpha mm-hmm. Strike level. Like, I think Malph was worth talking about. Uh, was actually a really good deal. I, mean, I think Malfo's a good game, too. Like, I mean, yep. it's not our game, but I think Malfo is yeah. a good game. So I think it's worth, like, considering the value of that one, too. Sure. So it looks like they currently have a two-player starter box available. Do they? I don't even... I didn't even realize that. How much is the two-player starter? The... It's like 100. I don't even know if it was on the box. It doesn't matter if it's not available. I'm like, well, this... It's not, even, it's not around anymore, as far as I could tell. It's not on their website. So so the starter it, is no it, longer available? It didn't look like it. And from reading most people's posts about the game, it looks like they encourage you to just go... Because it's the same thing if you want like your preferred faction, you're not going to buy the yeah. core box. Also, the game doesn't need that many tokens, from what I've seen. So you're not trying to get like all these widgets and stuff with the game. You just need to play a card, like a deck of cards... And then yeah. the cards for the game are also freely downloadable online, just in case, like... Yes, the rules they need to change. are free, and... Yep, I so, agree. So what most people seem to have encouraged for you to try the game out is just go buy one of the starter boxes for, yep. like, the faction you're thinking of for 50 bucks, and they yep. come with, like, four or five guys, and yep. you can give the game a one. Of course, this needs terrain, too, which their terrain is incredibly expensive, so you're probably not going to buy that. <laughs> it's beautiful stuff. Yeah. It really fits the game, but you're probably yeah. not buying that. And now, the then, thing is, though, Malifaux doesn't need that much terrain. No. I think it's, the rule book... It's one of the least dense of the things we've listed. Probably yeah. it's comparable with Alpha Strike, but the tables are only 3x3, three three, so you don't need that much terrain. Yeah, and I think the printed version of the rulebook is only like 20 bucks, which seems really cheap, too. One of the printed versions. you don't versions. even need to buy it. No. It's free online. So, like, rules, not expensive. A starter core box, not super expensive. The terrain, because it doesn't need that much of it. I don't know, not super expensive. How much would you think in terrain costs to get the game going? You could probably buy some antic stuff for this. You really you don't need, don't that, need much. that much. Yeah, you can j- this one is the thing where you can just buy Battlefield in a box and buy Battlefield in the box. Maybe so 50 buy, bucks, 50 bucks buy, or so. Buy two of them, splurge, go to 80 of 80 of Mantic Battlefield in the boxes. Uh, 80, yeah, you definitely will have enough for yeah, the so, game. So for two people, you're looking at 180 for just like trying it out with a couple figures. Uh-huh. And then like, the real game, though, you usually have like seven, eight guys. Yeah, so it's not even that many more. No. But because most boxes come with a bunch of figures, not individual figures, if you really want to customize your army, you probably have to buy like a whole bunch of boxes from here and there. And the game is about comboing. So if you want to go build cool combos and like feel like you're playing the game and different things every game, you're probably going to want to like buy a few boxes to move up. Mm. No? No, they're, they're generally grouped together. Yeah. So if you want to play it, you don't need... 
you're probably going to end up buying three boxes. That's what I figured. Yep. So three boxes at their boxes are about 50 bucks each, we said. Yeah. So to get some sort of custom army, you're looking at 150 a person? Yeah. Okay. And brain, it's not like the scale to move up. Like your train yeah, is still good. Yeah. This is still good. So we're looking at 150 plus 150 plus 80. So 380 for two people to have some armies and nice yeah. terrain. Yeah. I'd say around $400. Yeah. So 300 plus terrain. Oh, yeah. That's now, it's a real game. Yeah, for sure. Uh, now that is like you're you're playing it. You can you can switch things out. Now you probably because the game's about comboing. You want you might want to put in more just oh, because yeah. of the combos things and because unlike Infinity, where swapping one guy out changes your army a lot, mm-hmm. you kind of need to swap out groups right when you're playing Malifaux. So yes. I would say probably maybe if you're if you actually get into it, you got to think about four boxes. Actually, so it's around two hundred, I'd say. Okay, so four hundred for two people to buy a pile of boxes. Yes, yeah, so it's around five hundred bucks. Uh, now that means though you could play a lot. Like this is way better than like you have way more replayability with four boxes than you do mm-hmm. have for let's say kill team with two two boxes, right? Mm-hmm. So just because they mix and match, right? Yeah, it's for miniature, but, you know, it's still... Yeah. So in terms of depth, you do get more play. So maybe three boxes is more equivalent to the other armies we talked about, but yeah, somewhere around yeah. there. Yeah, we're going into depth play. Kill team is pretty shallow in our... <laughs> there you go. There's this, there's it, is, it is not... It's not... Sh- it's not that shallow. It's pretty normal, I think. Mm-hmm. It's just like not being able to swap with your guys means that relative to uh you know changing your kill team you just have to buy a new kill team to have a different experience whereas a lot of other games they allow you to swap out three guys and change your entire experience for the same right yeah okay all right so i don't know mouthful's a smaller game so i think we've pretty much yeah covered like two levels of it and we don't know a huge amount of it for little yeah. so we're not going to wax too much about it all right since I'm- do we have anything else do we, do we want to talk about one page rules I think I'm running low on time, so we probably want to just do a quick recap. Maybe, <laughs> yeah, maybe now instead of, instead of yeah. alphabetically, we'll go price low to high and see what we're looking at here. Sure. So I think sure. Alpha Strike fell at the bottom of the scale, didn't it? Uh, close to the bottom. Yeah. It was Alpha Strike or it was uh, Kill Team. It's like actually playing the game costs, because otherwise... Yeah. All right, so let's talk about actually playing the cost. Otherwise, we'll just be rehashing everything. Sure. So actually playing Alpha Strike, we were looking at like 220 plus terrain for two people. 220 plus terrain. Yes, around 300. Yeah, okay. And then, oh, that's not playing a real game for 300 for two people. That's that's pretty cool. When we move up to Kill Team, we were looking at three... City, and that's with the train now. Yep. So not not oddly enough, you're like, oh, GW is super expensive. You're like, actually, Kill Team's not, because we just jumped up from Alpha yeah. Strike, which is like the bottom yeah. of our like mainstream games, up to Kill Team, and only went up a little bit. It might not have gone yeah. up much almost at all when you're fast. So mm-hmm. like Kill Team looks like a super good deal. If yeah, you want to like sure. try out that. 
for budget. Then it looks like Malifaux came in only slightly higher than that, uh-huh. at like 400 plus terrain, so 480. Yep, somewhere around there. Okay, so we're getting we're not we're not spending crazy we're not talking about spending yep. crazy money yet for like decent amount of models, nice terrain. Uh, after that, we move on to, I think it is Frost... Yeah, yeah I think we're looking at Frostgrave is next. 570, but that is blinging out everything. Yeah. <laughs> but that's how you should play. Exactly. Like, if you buy a campaign, you might need more monsters. Yeah. Like, yeah. you want to have... And just because the extra monsters and the really nice terrain. So Frostgrave might look like you can play it for nothing, but no. It's actually not but true. Not if you play it like us, not, and we're not. like, yeah, you should definitely play it that way. So yes, yeah. the way you should play Frostgrave, seventy. We then move up to Infinity, which its price per model is higher, but mm-hmm. the base level of getting a terrain of Infinity, they've made it easy if you go their route. Mm-hmm. So it's like six hundred plus the terrain, which is then we seven hundred. Seven hundred, yeah, to get two people yep. into Infinity, seven hundred. And then we make the final jump from 700 up 1,900 plus terrain for two people. How much, how much is the terrain worth on like a freaking $300 for a 40 That's keyboard? For, okay, for so for two keyboard. players, $2,200 to get like a reasonable <laughs> army. So that's a jump up from Infinity we were talking about like yeah. 700, se- what? 700 to 2,200? <laughs> <laughs> No wonder people are like, no wonder I read so many posts online today where people are like talking about Infinity. Like, yeah, 40k is insanely priced. I'm never going back. When every, yeah, exactly. literally people talk about every even though, other. Even though Infinity is the second most expensive to get mm-hmm. into, like regularly playing yeah. on our list, the drop is is like more than half the price. It's over a thousand to get two people yeah. going. So yeah, no wonder so many posts I just read this. Yeah, once you leave 4K, you never go back to open yeah. your wallet like that. Now, now, to be fair, there are games in between there that are still mm-hmm. reasonably priced. Like, I think Bolt Action is somewhere in between there. I think it's a bit more expensive, especially um, yeah. the terrain is a little bit tougher because you're, you're, you want to model like an actual you know terrain battle. Mm-hmm. Uh, is, is that the only thing I can think of that I would want to play in between? Yeah. <laughs> so... We're ignoring Alpha Strike, which is just like super affordable. Uh-huh. The range, oh, Kings of War. Kings of War is in between too. Yeah, it's, it's got lots of models, but Mantic sells them for so cheap that yeah. it ends up kind of in between. But and if you we're need looking at as well. Yeah, but if we're looking at those medium like priced games, we're looking at like three seven, three seventy to seven hundred. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they, okay, you can double in. You can actually like double the cost if you're trying to play kill team versus play like up the, the second most expensive infinity so it's not nothing yeah. but it's mm-hmm. not like the jump up it's nothing like the jump to 40k so yeah hmm. yeah so and when you compare them to the starting costs which basically even the cheapest ones is like i guess the it's basically like almost half right i guess for kill team and alpha strike it's less than uh it's, it's a bit it's less than half to jump up to a full game. Yep. But for a lot of the other ones, you jump up. Like for Frostgrave, the intro cost is really low. But yep. to play a real game, you're, you're jumping up more than half. But then for 
40k again they hook you by say you can do a combat patrol mm-hmm. for a thousand dollars no no a thousand dollars it was what <laughs> 190 360 combat patrol is actually comparable in in the realm of the other games right yeah 190 plus your terrain is 150 so it's like 500 dollars yeah just at your lowest level yeah but then you... jumping up from the intro level is even bigger than all the other games right yeah. for all, for what we said right like even infinity which is the highest price the lowest price is still a decent chunk right it's 200 it's not quite four times whereas for 40k they, they try to get you in and then they're like now pay four times the cost for an actual game mm-hmm. so yeah that's uh <laughs> Yeah, it's I think, sort of interesting I think seeing all like yep. it's sort of interesting you like the model costs from what we've just gone through are really almost not unless it's 40k the model costs yeah. are not really what determines the cost of like really getting into the game well, well not sorry great, really right, like really like flushing out the game getting into the game the model costs are a big part of it but if you want to like flush out your collection the miniatures mm-hmm. oddly unless it's like a large scale war game if you're still playing skirmish like the miniatures aren't the biggest part about playing a skirmish game. Yeah, the terrain costs. is a huge cost, and then I guess Infinity, the the, the models are actually the the most expensive thing. Mm-hmm. Like everything is in the miniatures. Yeah. But for most of the other games, like terrain is like a huge chunk that you put on top. So. Well, yeah, like. And then non, it makes it like the more dudes. dense the terrain is, the the harder it is to, to you know to to. Uh, to fill it fill it out to play play a full game of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, uh, I think that is a good place to stop. Uh, hopefully, uh, that also shows that you shouldn't be playing 40k if you care about price. Obviously. And if you <laughs> I think everyone knows time, that. Like, what's care about your time? It is relatively speaking. Yeah. Anyhow, I think that was sort of informative. That without looking yeah. into it, you're just like, eh, I'm more just care about my time. And it actually does show that uh, the games that we like, we uh, we don't actually care as much about price. Apparently, <laughs> we play, we're playing you know more expensive things. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, I guess that's it. Yeah, we covered like a lot of mainstream games, yeah. and if you if have, you, uh, I think it's helpful for people to know that when they talk to other people about these games, because. Mm-hmm. Once you're in the game, you don't think about the starting cost, but if you're talking to new people, it helps to know in the back of your head to explain to them, like, oh, yeah, here's what you got to do to get into this. Yeah, and what's the actual cost? And, of course, you will have to subtract from, from our cost because we were doing – the cost we just said were all in playing at home with your friend, right? Yeah. If you cut out the terrain and you only have to build – because you're playing at a store and you're only costing your own army, right? Like, Frostgrave becomes super cheap, actually. Frostgrave is probably the cheapest, actually. And BattleTech is probably the cheapest. Uh, so Alpha Strike and ba- and Frostgrave are similarly cheap if you only have to buy your mom, your minis. Yeah, well, depends on how you decide to play. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. Uh, I guess that's it. Uh, if you guys have any questions or any thoughts or or wondering about our calculations and how we did it, uh, give us a give us a a, a buzz at uh, email us at contact at diceovereverything.com. Yeah, or find us on Facebook, where Dice Over Everything. This has been Alan. Yeah, it's been Brandon.
on.